everyone, and welcome to another episode of Soda Run Chats with me, Emily. I am drinking a Diet Coke today out of a can because I have not left my house. And I am currently in Colorado in my parents' house, and unlike me, they don't go get soda every day, which is good for them, I'm sure, but it has resulted in me being, um, sodaless for too long. Luckily, I went grocery shopping on Monday, and I bought us a big case of Diet Coke, and that is my choice beverage of the week. I hope you are enjoying something tasty, something refreshing, something you enjoy, you know? Some fizzy water, maybe an adult beverage. It might be, I'm recording this in the early afternoon, so it would be way too early for an adult beverage. Unless you're like drinking a mimosa at brunch, but it also is a Wednesday when I'm recording this. So I don't know if that's a brunch day for people. I don't, I'm not a part of brunch culture the way I should be. Maybe you're enjoying a coffee to boost you in the afternoon slump. Maybe you're enjoying an iced tea. I love iced tea. The freaking, I saw a video where Kim Kardashian was drinking, this was a long time ago, but she was drinking a passion tea lemonade from Starbucks. And I have never felt more connected to that woman. I rarely feel connected to that woman. We have very different lifestyles. But we can both enjoy a passion tea lemonade from Starbucks. And it makes me respect her more. Not that I have, like, disrespect to the Kardashians. I respect the hell out of the Kardashians. I really do. I don't always like them. I don't always agree with them. But you can't deny that they have done something to the business world. Something to the internet. And whatever they did, it has made them nicely rich. So, respect to their names. Um, Today, there's a couple things I want to talk about. I mostly want to talk about the childhood TV shows and movies that shaped us and made us who we are today. But first, we need to talk about the intense anxiety that comes with making a phone call. (laughs) Because I am recording this immediately after I had to do a phone call. (laughs) I had a voicemail that I got while I was in the middle of a meeting. So rude. Meetings are already nerve-wracking. It was for work, so it wasn't that big a deal. And it was like my homies, right? I meet with them every week. (laughs) But your anxiety gets a little spiked like what if you did something wrong at work or like what if someone's calling you out on something and you don't want to experience that (laughs) and it was fine the meeting was totally good everything was great and then I got this voicemail and I answered or I like listened to it and it was all about how they wanted me to come in well not come in but I had to go do I have to do a virtual interview this weekend for this job opportunity and that's all great 
I'm happy with that. I'm glad it's a virtual interview because the job is not in Colorado where I am for at least a couple more weeks. (laughs) And she didn't email me. Because sometimes when I get left a voicemail for a job opportunity, they email you. Because they're like, oh, they didn't answer their phone, so we'll send an email, right? So I'm thinking, oh, like, this is great, they'll send me an email, and I don't ever have to respond to a phone call. Incorrect. Incorrect. I had to call her and schedule this virtual interview. (laughs) So I sat there for, like, ten minutes like hovering over the like call button it was not even I had nothing it wasn't like I had to prepare anything it wasn't the interview itself all I had to do was be like hey my name's Emily I got a call earlier and then the rest was like up to fate (laughs) I like there was nothing to stress over and I sat there for 10 minutes hovering over the call button like shaking slightly like oh it's so stupid and I know that I'm not the only person who goes through this so send in your tips send me a dm on instagram and tell me what it is you do to combat this I managed to make it through the call I have my interview scheduled so I guess I did it But, like, I shouldn't have to sit there for 10 minutes, right? And cry over the fact that I have to make a phone call. That shouldn't be the case. So, how do you get over your phone call anxiety? Someone let me know. Someone send... All of you send in your tips. Or sympathies. Because it's honestly horrific. I would rather send an email. I would rather send a text... I would rather send snail mail, a carrier pigeon, literally anything outside of a phone call. A telegram. That'd be kind of sick. Nope. I have to send a freaking phone call. Anyway, that's my rant with that. Let me know if you sympathize, if you understand my pain. Because it was not enjoyable. And she was totally nice. It was literally a perfectly fine phone call. But the stress beforehand is not worth it. It's not worth it. Except it is worth it because I do need a job. But (laughs) I hate the stress. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. We're going to talk about some childhood TV shows and movies that shaped us. I was talking to my mom a couple of months ago. And she was like, Emily, how did you become a feminist? Because it wasn't me, and it wasn't your dad, and to be fair to my parents, it's not like they taught me, like, not to be feminist, but it's not like they sat there and they were like, yes, become a feminist, like, here's all the tools in the world to make you a feminist, like, that is not the case at all. They definitely have leaned conservative, have leaned Republican, they are white Christians, it's not a shock. They didn't raise me to be a feminist, but they raised me with a lot of liberal values inadvertently. And I feel like this is a controversial take, um, and I won't go into politics too much in this episode, I promise, but like, 
Christian values tend to align and tend to shape my values in a way that leans less conservatively in many instances. And especially when it comes to, like, caring about people, treating everyone equally, you know. The example I'm going to give, and I think about this a lot, is Ella Enchanted. Ella Enchanted, I have been watching since it came out. I think it was 2004. One of the best movies of all time. I was sixth when it came out. If it came out in 2004, I was young. And I have been chanting, say no to Ogreside, ever since. In, like, my subconscious. Ogres don't exist, right, at least right now, to my knowledge. Let me know if that's not the case. Um, if anyone in Europe knows of some ogres residing in weird forests, let me know. But to my knowledge, ogres don't exist. And I still be out here chanting, say no to ogre side. And also elf rights, giant rights. And the ability of a woman to have her own, like, say on what she does and what she does with her body and the choices she makes, like, that was the whole moral of the story, is this girl does not have freedom to choose and do what she wants, and she essentially is fighting for her right to make her own choices, and not have to obey people, and have bodily autonomy, (laughs) so there are things like that, that I'm like, that really shaped me. That made me who I am. And then I had a discussion with my sister because we had a very similar upbringing, right? She's only like three and a half years younger than me. So we grew up watching mostly the same media, same teachers for the most part. She had most of my same teachers in high school. Watched the same movies. We have the same parents. And so I had a discussion with her and I was like, what shaped us? What made us who we are? Because me and my sister are very, very similar. We have different traumas because of our parents, but, (laughs) um, no shade. Um, But, like, we're very similar people, and we have very similar values and very similar ideas of what the world looks like and how we should behave. And also, like, the same characters shaped our personalities. And everyone on TikTok has been talking about some characters. I'm talking about the Alex Russos of the world. Alex Russo definitely shaped me as a character. As it shaped my character, I guess, is the... I'm not a character. Maybe I am a character. We're in a simulation, right? Um, but Alex Russo definitely shaped me. In my middle school years, when that show was airing, I always ate pickles. I wore as many clothes similar to Selena Gomez as I could. I was always wearing, like, 
in the later seasons of Wizards of Waverly Place, she wore a lot of, like, boho sort of clothes. I was always trying to find flowy shirts to wear with skinny jeans and crazy-looking scarves. And I would cut my hair to look like hers. I was obsessed with Selena Gomez. And specifically because of Alex Russo. And that was a great period of my life. It was a terrible period of life for my parents. <laughs> but it was a great period of life for me. She is someone who shaped me. Hannah Montana is also someone who shaped me. Not only did I spend most of my adolescent years talking like her, I was always saying, say what? And whatever else she said. That's the only one I could think of right now. I was obsessed with Hannah Montana. I still am obsessed with Hannah Montana. Let's be honest. I rewatched it last year, and I think I'm due for another rewatch. We'll see. Thank you, Disney Plus, for allowing me to constantly watch my favorite TV shows. But Hannah Montana definitely shaped me in many ways. Ooh. I, my bedroom in this house is above the garage, and I just heard the garage open, so... Someone's about to interrupt this podcast. Um, yeah, and Harry Potter, of course, is a big one, too. I was very into Harry Potter in my, like, middle school years. And I've been kind of rewatching it with my sister. She was rewatching it before I got to Colorado last week. And I haven't, like, sat down and watched it when she's been playing it. But, you know, I've caught ins and outs. And I realized how much... Just, like, the messages of these movies and TV shows really get to you. I Harry Potter has, you know, a very, like, family love, friend love. Those are all important. Like, it's very good Conquers Evil, but also, like... We all have light and darkness in us, and we're all just people trying to do the best we can. Sometimes people aren't doing the best they can, and sometimes people are not good at all. <laughs> they, I'm looking at Voldemort, you know, <laughs> but he's also not even a person by most of these movies. <laughs> like, he's a shell of a man with spoiler alert I guess if you didn't know this he's got like his soul split up into seven pieces so or eight pieces probably technically um so you know there's things like that where it's like just the messages really shape you as a person and shape your ideology and it makes me wonder like people who don't partake in the media as much like even, like, books, I'm sure, shape people a lot. I haven't read a book in a long time. <laughs> That's not true. I've read some books, but I don't read often enough. And that's probably why my brain is actively applesauce. But for the most part, you know, like... Everything around you is going to shape you somehow. But people who don't partake in, like, movies and TV shows, and I'm sure those people who don't partake in those usually tend to read. But, like, even if you didn't read, like, what is it that shapes you, you know? The people around you. It's so interesting. 
the things that make us us, you know? Pretty fascinating. What are some other iconic TV shows? I feel like I think about Dragon Tales quite often. I cannot tell you the plot of a single episode of Dragon Tales, though, but I'm sure that shaped me. You know what did shape me, and I know for a fact it damaged me, is Caillou. My sister tells me she's studying, um, I don't know what she's studying. Communication disorders? I believe is what her major is called. But she wants to work in hospitals. Um, and she told me about, or she took a brain development class, and she told me that Caillou specifically is so damaging because it shows like this child doing crappy things and like whining and complaining and doing crappy things and then at the end of the episode it's usually resolved but like if it's a 30 minute episode 25 minutes were spent showing this child misbehaving and then five minutes were like oh i'm sorry you're right, Dad. You're right, Mom. That was crappy behavior. But the children who watch that um, don't necessarily see that it was crappy behavior. <laughs> so, I definitely got ruined by Caillou. I don't know how that ha- I don't know how. I don't know. I can't pinpoint a moment. But I'm sure Caillou wrecked me. And I didn't even like Caillou that much. What I did love is Arthur. I loved Arthur. I loved Cyber Chase. I think I already said that, but if I didn't, I loved Cyber Chase. I also loved Fetch with Ruff Ruffman. I wanted to be on Fetch with Ruff Ruffman so bad, and it never happened for me. But I don't know that those... I don't remember how those shaped me, you know? Other than the fact that I get the library card stuck in my head frequently from Arthur. I don't know how that shaped me. But it's so weird how, like, there can be these shows and movies that you watched as a kid that, like, you don't remember well, but you know they were so important to you. And they, I'm sure they taught you lessons that have stuck with you. The other one I was thinking about earlier was Ever After. That's a movie with Drew Barrymore. I'm a big fan, and it has um, some discourse on gypsy rights and poor people compared to, like, the royalty and aristocrats um, rights that they receive in that community and I feel like that also really shaped me about how you know other people may live different lifestyles you know the gypsies lived very different lifestyles than the prince of France (laughs) but they were able to work together and the prince especially was like, I'm inviting them to the ball, and I'm opening a library that they can go to, and, you know, they spent time together, and 
realize that, yes, they have differences in their lifestyles, but that doesn't mean that they can't be around each other (laughs) and they can't enjoy some of the same things. (laughs) So, I don't know. Let me know what things you watched as a kid and in your development that you think shaped you. Go comment on my Instagram, send me a DM. I don't know. I want to know what you think. Other things I want to talk about today really quickly are freaking candles. I have an obsession with candles. I own many candles and I want to know if that's normal because I know a lot of people who really love candles. So it seems normal to me. It really does. But like, is that actually normal or do am I just surrounded by people who have a weird obsession like me? And it's not an obsession, that's not true. But like, I have over 10 candles for sure, probably closer to like 15. And they're not, it's not like they're all Bath and Body Works or they're all Target or whatever. A lot of them are Bath and Bed Bath, wait. Bed Bath & Body Works? Bath & Body Works? Ew. My sister works at Bed Bath & Beyond. (laughs) And that's why my brain did that. Um, Yeah, they're not all Bath & Body Works, but a a good handful are. My family has given me some gifts of candles. But you know, I live a lifestyle where people get me candles as gifts because they know I'll like them. Which is good. But is that weird? I don't know. I have to go to a doctor's appointment um, in like 15 minutes. So I'm going to end this podcast earlier than I wanted. And it wasn't even fully developed. This is a useless podcast. But I do want to know what everyone thinks about candles. What everyone thinks about childhood TV shows and movies and how they shaped you and freaking please let me know if you have anxiety over making a freaking phone call is that normal is that something we all face i think it is but then why do we expect it why do we all do it if we all have this anxiety why do we do it anyway peace and love for me hope everyone had a great holiday weekend If you're in the United States, at least. I hope everyone has a great weekend this week. I'm going to go see Black Widow with my family. And also, this is pure. This is... I should start doing this every week. This is the pure moment of the week. My father decided to schedule for my whole family, including himself, to go get pedicures before we go see black widow to go get pedicures i have not gotten a pedicure since i was i don't know it's been over 10 years i'm sure i definitely did not get a pedicure in high school and it's been five years since i graduated high school so nine years since i was in high school (laughs) 
Like, oh, ew. Actually, that's gross. Next year's my tenure. Ten years since I started high school. Wow, and I'm still hung up on high school. So, this is your lesson. Move on from high school. Don't be like me. Um, but yeah, pure moment of the week. I'm going to get pedicures with my family. I'll probably get my nails painted. That's pretty fun. I, yeah, shocking. And I'm going to go see Black Widow. And I'm going to eat some fun snacks at the theater. Because it's a bistro theater. One of those, it's got like the reclining chairs and they bring food to you. It's freaking bougie. It's bougie. They have some chicken strips with fries that are so tasty. So tasty. I don't know if I'll get them though. We'll see. My dad, listen, I know I was just saying pure moments with my dad. My dad is on this like diet (laughs) and he does have diabetes. So it's fair that he diets and like doesn't eat certain foods as much. But that man was like, I don't know if I can eat any of the food that they have. I'll have to bring in my own snacks illegally. And like, listen, if you bring in your own snacks, that's fine. I mean, to me, it's fine. It's maybe not fine to the movie theater. (laughs) But it's like, just enjoy some popcorn or some chicken strips. They probably have something keto-esque at the theater anyway. (laughs) they've probably got a salad or something I don't know since it's like bougie they probably have a salad I don't think they have salads get a hot dog get a corn dog just don't eat the bread I don't care (laughs) but that's so dumb anyway not to shame people's diets because that's not what I'm here to do but honestly if you're at the movie theater just enjoy it anyway peace and love Hope you have a great weekend. I'll most likely make a podcast next week. Peace and love from me. Bye.